Preface With the sheer volume of books about the Bible, why write another one? And one with the admittedly audacious title, The Story of God, The Story of Us. The simplest answer is that it was a task my best friend gave me in 2000, when I was interning with him in the community he pastored. I want you to write and teach a Bible study for people who have never read the Bible, something that gives the big picture. That internship lasted eight weeks, and so of necessity the study was eight weeks long. Given that short length of time, the focus of the study became the big story of Scripture, a concept I had recently been discussing with a professor in graduate school. For many years I had read and studied the Bible, usually in small chunks here and there, mostly in the New Testament. Seated in church buildings, I had heard and believed theological abstractions about God that made sense in isolation from each other, but rarely was time given to try to tie them together. Perhaps the most blatant example of this was the claim that God is unchanging, alongside the claim that the God of the Old Testament is a God of law, whereas the God of the New Testament is a God of grace. Or, as my friend Matt puts it, the God of the New Testament obviously went through an anger management program. We tend to read all 66 books of our Bible the same way, with little, if any, respect for genre or the individual voices of the various writers. We often fail to recognize the other voices that shape our understanding of Scripture, our families, our churches, and our culture. We are usually blind to the prejudices we bring with us to the Bible and the assumptions we make as we read. If you're like me, the temptation is to focus on the texts that seem to support what I already think and believe and skip over any that challenge my beliefs or how I am living my life. But what if there is something, other than the binding, that holds these 66 individual books together? What if there is a big story, with a beginning and a middle, and movement toward an end? If there is an overarching story of God, then perhaps that could, and maybe should, be the starting point for any study of Scripture, and may help us avoid the temptations and pitfalls we so readily fall into in our reading of Scripture. The first story of God was written week to week and delivered in lecture style. Time spent over coffee after the study revealed that people with no prior experience of reading Scripture, as well as people with considerable experience of Bible study, found much to discuss together. Shortly after that internship, I met Rebecca, now my wife, and sometime after that we were invited to lead our downtown missional community through the story. We brainstormed ways to be more creative with the study, which led to the idea of rewriting it as a narrative. Instead of lecturing on the story, simply tell it. We needed to find a narrative voice, and we settled on hearing the story of the Hebrew Scriptures through those sitting in exile in Babylon in the 6th century BCE. We imagined them asking questions about life and God similar to those that many of us ask today. Each week, we would light our fire, candles in the center of the room, and sit under the stars, Christmas lights strung across the ceiling, to hear the story, much like our ancestors did in the past, and like many of our brothers and sisters around the world still do today. We have told the story many times since then, and each time we learn new ways to hear, tell, 
and interact with it. We expanded it to 12 weeks to allow us a little more time in the history of Israel right up to the time of Christ. In the original form, we had not included the last book of the Bible, the Revelation, but over time we realized that people have a lot of questions about that most intriguing of books. So we added a final chapter to include the story we think it is telling.